Hi, this is Father Simon Lobo, and you are listening to the St. Benedict Parish Homily Podcast. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Can you hear me? Yes. Kind of? Sora, can you hear me at the back? Okay. Uh, now, so I'm, uh, I'm Father James. I'm from East London, so we are speaking in kind of funny way. I'm told I do a very good Michael Caine impression. Save that one for later. Um, but you can follow me, right? Okay, so I've got a question for you. It works. What's the purpose of your life? It's a tricky one, right? Now, if I look over the faces I see before me, then I can see a few faces for whom this emoji is quite suitable. I know it. Yeah, I know the purpose of my life, and I'm getting on rather well. Thank you. But perhaps when I ask that question, there'd be some people here who'd be like, you know, I need to... I need to think about that for a few seconds. So it's more like, huh. But then there are probably more people like me who, when that question gets asked, just go, man, I don't know. It's one of my favorite emojis. And if you sum all these up, you get my favorite emoji, which is this one. That's my sorry emoji. You know when you've done, you've messed up, and I say, sorry, because I'm, I'm a screw-up. What's the purpose of your life? That's... That's a pretty huge question, isn't it? It's, it's the question. Whatever we're doing, that question is somewhere in the back of our minds. But often, that's where it remains. Because, let's face it, we're busy people. Life gets in the way. Whether it's our family, looking after our children, looking after our spouse, our work, our bills, paying the mortgage, whatever it may be. And since I've been to Canada, I have a newfound respect just to how full your lives are. You see, the thing is, when, um, when I was on the plane uh, coming over to Halifax, I thought to myself, yay, we're going to get some snow. See, we don't have a lot of snow in England, we have rain. And um, I thought to myself, snowball fights, snow angels, snowmen, the reality is a little bit different. That was the day I missed weekday mass because I thought to myself, I've got half an hour to get to mass, don't worry about it. Until I found a sheet of ice on the windscreen which was thicker than the glass itself and a driveway full of snow. So, um, so I learned the joys of snow shoveling. And then, leaving the church uh, a couple of days later, had this experience with Jordan. Sorry for the slightly colourful language there, it's real, real, real East End. Um, but yeah, so you know what? I'm over it. The snow, I'm done. I'm... Rain is great. <laughs> and a newfound respect for you guys because you have to get up before dawn in order to get anywhere to get that stuff off your car. But it is a big question, isn't it? Now, think about. Jesus in today's gospel. In fact, think about him in the last few weeks' gospels. He is a busy guy. In today's gospel, he comes in having just come from the synagogue. And in last week's gospel, we had the story of his time in the synagogue, and a demon came out and confronted him. Now, the first time before this, he went to the synagogue in Luke's gospel. It wasn't just a demon. He proclaimed word, and they went to throw him off a cliff. 
So imagine that. You know, imagine priests coming to mass. Third, you know, you preach your first homily, and everyone wants to throw you out uh, over over off a cliff. And the second time, a demon attacks you. That's a tough Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, um, so Jesus is coming off a hard day. It's a long day. He gets to Simon's house, and, he's, and he sees the mother-in-law there, who's uh, not feeling very well. He heals her. He served some quick food, and then he's straight to bed. How, how many of us feel like that at the end of a day? You know, with everything. And questions of life. I mean, even the young kids. I mean, school's tough, right? You know? It's tough. Where do we find time for this? Well, this is what Jesus did the next day. While it was still very dark, Jesus got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. So if we walk from dawn until dusk, Jesus chose to be up before dawn in order to reconnect with his Father, to share in that communion which he brought with him into every single day. He took time, he made time in his day to make time for his Father to reconnect with his purpose, making God our Father's love known in the world, preaching the gospel, healing and curing the sick, bringing sight to the blind and helping the lame walk. He did that by reconnecting with his Father, by getting time in the day and saying, this is the time I spend with my Father. I think there's something in that for us. Now, uh, not many of us enjoy waking up uh, before dawn, although you probably do have to to de-ice your cars. But surely we can find time for the biggest question of life. Surely we can make that five or 10 or 15 minutes to pray, to reconnect with our Heavenly Father, to enter into His love, and to feel that question answered in our hearts. That God, His love, is the foundation, the meaning, and the purpose of our lives. Now that's all well and good. Jesus goes from that and he says, let us go into the neighboring towns that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came to do. You see how he prays and then he's ready? He carries that message into the next day. That's why our prayer life, our time with the Father, our time with the Lord can do for us. But what about if the question isn't avoided because you're busy, but it's about something else? What if you are prevented from addressing that question? You know, we're all busy, but we can all make time, hopefully. But what if you're prevented by something else? A tragedy, loss of a spouse, loss of a son or daughter, Maybe you've had an accident. Maybe you've got bad news. Maybe you can think of your own. Something which has taken the foundation of your life, the reason you wake up, straight away from you. How do we address that question then? How do we find not the time, but the emotional space in ourselves to deal with the most important question of life? And I think this is where I want to dial back in the gospel to someone we may have missed, who I think is a key figure in the gospel today, and that's Simon's mother-in-law. You know, right at the beginning of the gospel, she's the one in the bed they gave from the synagogue, Jesus heals her, and then she begins to serve them. I think she has something to teach us. 
Let's try and get inside her life just a little bit. So, she's living with Simon. She's living with her daughter, who's married to Simon. Why is she living in her own home? Maybe she's a widow. In fact, she probably was a widow. Maybe Simon's wife was the only child she had. She's probably about 40, 45, 50 years old. Well, these days, I have to keep telling myself this as I get older, that's young. And modern medicine, you know, kind of keeps us going and in good health into, into you know, double that age these days. But back then, to be that age, you, you, were, you were close to the end of your life. So to have a fever, if I get a fever, I take a, I take a couple of ibuprofen, whatever, and I can get through the day. But to have a fever in those days, that, that was your death sentence. You were close to death. This is the real situation of Simon's mother-in-law. They come back to her, and she is, she's, she's dying. She's really, really suffering. So let's imagine this woman for a minute, possibly a widow, living with her only child. And now, the very life taken out of her, she lays on her bed. You think she's asking the question, what has been the purpose of my life? What do I continue to live for? Probably. I think we've all faced something like a situation like that. Maybe not near death, but perhaps we have. But we've all suffered, right? And then the big question gets even bigger. And when it gets bigger, we struggle to find that space for it. What does Jesus do? He took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her and she began to serve them. Now, uh, I always find this gospel kind of funny. Uh, because it's sort of convenient as well, isn't it? You know, you imagine the lads are getting back home after a long day's work, and uh, they get in the front door, and there's no one to cook. And, uh, and Simon Peter goes, Oh, what, uh, uh, G- Jesus, do you, um, you want to, you know, <laughs> help this lady out? And Jesus, like, yeah, sure, okay, fine, fine. So he's just takes her by the hand, lifts her up, and then, and then she's better, and she's like, praise the Lord, I'm healed. And then, you know, the, the disciples are like, what, now that you, you're, you're better, um, do you want a, do you want a sandwich? You, uh, makes, you know, a cup of tea? You know, um, I'm saying that because I do that to my mum all the time. You know, run her up, like, mum, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm getting, I'm, I'm starting to recover from my cold. Right, I'm coming home, okay. No, I love my mum. So, but she's been restored. She's not just been restored to health. Now, she's serving at the table of the Lord. Jesus retreated to restore himself, to be with the Father, to reconnect with his purpose so he could bring that out into the next day. He was doing it all the time. He had restored this ailing woman, a woman who had lost so much, not just brought her back to health, but renewed and revitalized her purpose. Before, she waited on the table of her family. Now, she waits on the table of the Lord. And she becomes involved intimately in the mission of Jesus. She waited on that table. Jesus got a good night's sleep. He was able to get up early in the morning and pray and then go out on mission the next day. She is a participant in the mission of Jesus. Jesus takes her by the hand and transforms her, not in just to, into a, just a well person, but into a disciple. 
You know, that really struck me on Friday night at the uh, first alpha of this new cycle. Uh, the ladies who are in the kitchen, you know, providing that excellent food. Uh, if you're here, it was, it was great. We sat around a table, we ate, we talked, we listened to powerful testimony, and we connected with God that night. We felt the grace of the Holy Spirit. That began for us at a table, but in fact, that began in a kitchen at 10 a.m. that day. These ladies who we didn't see were so vital for that mission, were so vital for the purpose of this community and so vital for us to help us to reconnect with our God who loves us. Now, in 10 days' time, uh, we begin the season of Lent, the 40 days of preparation for Easter. Also, we kind of celebrate as well uh, this time when Jesus retreated himself into the desert to prepare for his mission. So we are called as well to form some kind of retreat, some kind of retreat from the everyday worries of life to make that time so that Jesus may restore us and prepare us for the great celebration of his resurrection. During Lent, discipleship groups will begin in order to enable us to do that much better. Because here's the thing, Christians don't grow alone. They don't grow in isolation. We are formed and shaped and renewed together around that table of the Lord. I'm not going to go into much detail about the, what a discipleship group uh, is. Uh, Father Simon is going to talk about that next week. But I do encourage you, in this next 10 days, to maybe do the uh, yeah emoji or the oh, I'm going to think about it or at least struggle with it, to think, how can I find time to participate in a discipleship group, to grow with my brothers and sisters around me? How can I make time in my life to reach out a hand and let the Lord take my hand and raise me up. I promise you, if you invest that time, whatever it is, the Lord will take you by the hand. And he won't just restore you to where you were before. He'll renew, he'll revitalize, and inject the greatest meaning, the greatest purpose into your lives. And that is to know and to love and to be loved by Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to see the video version of the homily, please go to our website, saintbenedict.ca, S-A-I-N-T, benedict.ca, and then follow the link to our live stream.